All right, everybody, welcome back to episode eight of the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. Back again this week with a special guest. Her name is Belle, and she went to Stanford with me. She's currently playing professional soccer with the San Diego Wave, and just an amazing person overall. So excited to share Belle with you guys. How's it going? Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Of course. So for perspective, Belle is on the West Coast right now. She just woke up. It's like 1 p.m. on the East Coast. So I appreciate her doing this. It is a game day for her. So let let us know who you're playing and what's the the situation. Yeah, game day today against Portland. Um, Should be a fun, good atmosphere tonight and good game. They're a really good team. I think they're I think we're in second and they're in third in standings. So should be good. Very nice. Well, we usually start by just introducing you. So give us a little background of where you're from and your family, anything background like that. Yeah. So originally from Georgia, um, got three sisters, all who have played soccer. Um, So big soccer family. Don't know how that happens, but um, yeah, super competitive and Ended up committing to Stanford when I was a sophomore and then spent four and a half years at Stanford. Didn't necessarily know I wanted to play professional soccer. Um, Mm. Went out on a whim and entered the draft, not expecting anything. Um, (laughs) And then got drafted in the third round. I think I was 27th overall. Um, And then came to San Diego for a year again, wasn't expecting a lot as a rookie just because I was like, don't know what to mm-hmm. expect, especially since San Diego was an expansion team. So we were kind of all the staff included trying to navigate and figure out how to manage the team best. Yeah. Um, but it was the first was, year, right? Were you yeah, part of the first year? year. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So That's that part cool was too. really cool being a part yeah. of a new team in that regard, getting to build our expectations and just the chemistry of the team. Um, but yeah, first year was like, I'm just going to ball out and have fun, try to enjoy mm-hmm. it because this league is very unstable in that regard. You don't yeah. know what will happen year after year and trade happens within the middle of season. So I was like, mm-hmm. don't really have to worry about that. I'm a rookie. Like no one really knows yeah. who I am. So just went mm-hmm. out and balled and got some opportunities early on to play like 10, 15 minutes and then um, performed when I did get those opportunities. And towards the end, middle end of season, I was starting just about every game. So they decided to pick up my option for another year. So here I am back in San Diego. Wait, like again, or this, are you saying this season or for next season also? Just this season. Okay. I was like, that's breaking news. We have breaking news. I love it here. Can't complain too much. Yeah. Well, that is a star-studded intro. We have a lot to to get into, I guess. Yeah. First thing is people probably didn't know that you're from Georgia. When I first <laughs> met you, I did not suspect that. I don't have an accent. That's why. Yeah. You don't have the accent. You have blonde hair. Like we're playing in California. I was like, oh, she's probably from California. But tell us, what was it like growing up in Georgia? What was the the scene? What was the soccer scene like? I loved it in Georgia. I honestly miss the East Coast. I miss the green and I miss the space. I feel like everything mm-hmm. in on the West Coast, at least in California, like buildings yeah. are like on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I miss that aspect. Um, but I don't know. There's just a culture about it. And I feel like faith was such a big thing for me growing up, too. And I had a great mm-hmm. church and a great community there. And so that was important to me. 
Um, but the soccer aspect, I loved my team growing up. Um, my coach truly believed in me and the girls there, I still keep in touch with today. So they are definitely a reason for why, like how I got to where I am today. For sure. I feel like I got not lucky, but like played with really good, a really good team too. My team also growing up had a bunch of like talented people, bunch of good friends that I still am in contact with. And just, we kind of like elevated each other and we went to like great schools. A bunch of them played pro or are playing pro still. Was it the same for you? Did like your team all play in college? Like what was the. Yeah. A lot of them actually stayed in the South, like UGA or Vanderbilt or mm-hmm. um, Alabama. Okay. Um, so I think me and another teammate who actually funny story, she also got drafted to San Diego wave last year with me as well. No so it was way. really nice having someone from Georgia here. Yeah. Who, who is that? What's Caleb Brewster. No way. That's so Yeah. Cool. It was really fun. It was like <laughs> it's a, a small whole, world. Once you get oh my gosh, such a small world, the upper level, it's small. That's awesome. I think we were the first two from our club to make it professionally. Okay. And, and on the really same cool. team. That's crazy. Your club's yeah. probably putting out all the press and everything on you guys. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, but so you said everybody stayed South or a lot of them stayed South mm-hmm. close to home, which makes sense. But you, I forgot to drop this fact in there. So did you. You're a two-time national champion, went to the final four three times, college cup three times. Um, so they didn't get to do that because they didn't go to Stanford. But that's, <laughs> that's one thing we just have to say. Bell is a two-time national champion and yeah. had some great success at Stanford. It's the That part was cool, having the two national championships, because one was my freshman year when I didn't contribute a lot to the team. Yeah. And then the other one was my junior year when, when I did contribute a lot. So it was like yeah. nice being on both sides and getting mm-hmm. to experience um, the struggle of not playing a lot my freshman year, but still getting a ring um, mm-hmm. and then contributing and playing a lot my junior year and then feeling more a part of the team. Like I contributed yeah. a lot to it. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's the way it goes in, in college. At one point you're just at the bottom and you're barely doing anything. And yeah. Then- then you're the key to the whole team. Um, It's crazy to see how much growth you have, like from your freshman year to your senior year. Definitely. hundred percent. So I, another reason I'm excited to talk to you is I want to understand the like girls soccer recruiting, how that kind of went. So you had a really good team. You said, how did it work out that you went from Georgia to Stanford? Cause it's a big leap. Yeah. So I was a part of youth national teams growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how you got recruited for that. I just randomly got invited. I don't know if it was at showcases, tournaments that people from the U.S. youth group, uh, youth teams yeah. were out there recruiting. Um, somehow my name got pulled into the mix. And so I would fly to California. Uh, where would it? It would be in Chula Vista or it would yeah. be in L.A. and would spend a week there getting acclimated to other girls style of play um and then if I performed well then I would get called into another camp and so I performed well and kept getting called into camps I think I got called into my first camp when I was like 14 or 15 and so I was in the 15 cycle you said 16 cycle you 18 cycle you 20 cycle so I was a consistent player in the national team um, and I feel like that helped get my name out yeah. there to college coaches. Yeah, I feel like Stanford only recruits those yeah. types of players at this point. Yeah. 
but mm-hmm. that makes a but bunch funny of sense. enough. I actually got recruited by Stanford when I was in Las Vegas for a showcase. Interesting. And I yes, there's a showcase. Yeah. So I remember playing beach FC and then my dad actually went up to Paul and talked to, or it was either <laughs> Paul or Hideki at the time. No way. And was like, Hey, my daughter's interested in your school and playing for you. And he was like, Oh, like, that's good to know. And yeah. so somehow like they got a hold of my coach and then we exchanged oh, okay. con- like, so it was just interesting, but yeah, uh, that's like a, you know, the Kevin Durant, like, mom you're the real mvp it's like it's yeah, kind of like, when the, like dad just said i'm doing this screw it i'm talking to stanford right but i think <laughs> um, the rules have changed so much though oh yeah for sure years. like I'm, yeah, we're not we're not saying dads walk around and do that no <laughs> not at all yeah we're not condoning that on this but it is a cool story nonetheless i didn't know that um, yeah but all right so then you got recruited what year was that we're were you like sophomore? Were you early in high school? How? Yeah, I was early high school. I was, yeah. I think, fall of my sophomore year. Okay, nice. Yeah, because it's usually a little earlier than us on the yeah. men's side. All right, so then you got to Stanford, and you said it was tougher start, not contributing as much. Take yeah. yourself back to that position, and is there like a specific story, a person that helped you along? Was it your faith, like? Anything that comes to mind about that period of time before you were the national champion contributing and stuff? Yeah. So prior to even making it to college, I tore my ACL and MCL. So I was out for about a year. And so I struggled even getting back. And so when I got to college, I was super unfit, didn't feel confident. And so I just kind of struggled in that aspect of soccer um and I would definitely say my faith and just the girls on the team you know you come in as a freshman and you're with your class and mm-hmm. you go through these struggles and experiences together and so I think just the bond that we had with each other and just my faith helped me get through those hard times of not playing or only seeing the field for five minutes because obviously you go from club games where you're playing every game and then you get humbled uh, in college when, <laughs> yeah. you're not, when you're not playing and you're like great exactly. yeah um, I forgot to mention something too the l- listeners that we have should probably know Belle and I were the same year at Stanford so like we came in in the same classes like she was saying so like our freshman class we were together um so we actually got a good amount of time to hang out then which is fun we both had like big classes so oh we had a lot of a lot of crazy fun times but so for all the high school athletes uh look forward to that if you can get a big recruiting class I would say do it because it's way more fun Uh, oh yeah there might be competition but we're we're good enough to overcome that um but yeah so the injury aspect when you were coming back I had a somewhat similar thing that's why I redshirted my freshman year but Mm -hmm. what was the process like for that like did you do rehab at school was it mostly on your own like what was your situation so I tore it about eight years ago. So I was like a junior um, mm-hmm. in high school, I think. Is it crazy to think that eight years oh, ago? You were- <laughs> time flies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had a crazy, weird injury. Um, I have mm-hmm. a cadaver for my MCL because it was shattered in five different places. And that impact caused my ACL to tear. So mm-hmm. Recovery was a lot longer than expected. Um, Yeah, it was hard. I mean, being so in love with something and then having it 
being taken away from you. It's like your identity is missing. And so I had to go through figuring out who I was without soccer, what was important to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I just did rehab at home and I tried to get back a little bit sooner than I probably should have. And I think that's what set me back going into college. Yeah. Um, And even my senior year. Cause I wasn't fit. I still had so much atrophy in my leg. So I was still having pain, but obviously I was going to push through the pain. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to get back. And so obviously looking back at things that I wish I would have done differently, but you Mm -hmm. know, it's led me to who I am today. And it's crazy looking back eight years ago being like, look where I am now type of thing. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a common trait. It's definitely one for like high achieving athletes like we want to push through the injury and get back i did the same thing that's probably why my knee is in the place it is and i can't really play pro anymore um because of that so i definitely am an advocate of that too looking back saying take a little longer like get it right completely because as a freshman like you don't even you're probably not even going to contribute if you're going to a really good team right away so just like learn and get strong again and then go right Um, but obviously you're healthy now, which is great. Or for the most part, you never know. Somebody always has some kind of knock or something. Um, but you're playing really well. You recently scored. I saw that on on social media. Talk us through that moment. That was pretty cool. Oh, so fun. Always it was also a great goal. Like I'll try yeah. to I'll try to link it. I might post it, but I think the hard thing is is every time I've scored, I don't think I've been home at home. So it's like been Ooh, hard not to celebrate with the home fans, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super fun. Um, obviously, any opportunity you get to start and be on the field um, is a blessing. And so I just kind of went in with the mindset of let's just have fun today and um, play for God and just embrace the gift, the gift that he's given me. And so, I don't know, I just found myself in the right spot at the right time and just was took the shot <laughs> yeah that's usually how it goes you just have to i know be in the right spot and then like have a good enough technique to put it in it's not like exactly. it's never planned really in soccer. Oh, no even not set pieces even set pieces like you still have to be in the right spot where the ball mm-hmm. like so but that's awesome that's really fun another mm-hmm. thing that i want to mention too about san diego is you're playing with your former teammates at stanford yeah and that's been a blast how, like how lucky is that and tell me or tell the audience like who it is who you're playing with and how it's been having your like best friends college teammates on your team yeah so last year I played with Tegan McGrady and Naomi Gurma and so and then this year I'm playing with Naomi and Sierra Mm -hmm. and so it has just been a blessing because going from having that chemistry already in college to then translating it over in the professional world. And also they're just great people and great friends. So it's just, it's been a blessing and I'm very thankful to have people that I know too, because walking into a new environment is scary and change Mm -hmm. is scary. So it's nice having amazing people in your life who can go on this journey with you. Definitely. Yeah. It's like so awesome. When I like, it was like a out of a movie, honestly. Like when when you're looking at the also the people that got drafted, like yeah, you guys are just like the nut. Like no offense to the other girls, but you're like the nicest, like really good players on the women's team, and they all picked you. So it was pretty cool to to see that. And then 
are you able to live with them or what's the situation for that? Yeah. So shambles kind of, uh, <laughs> because we were a new team last year, they didn't have all of housing together for a specific okay. team house. So a lot of the other girls are in the apartment complex. So that includes Naomi and Sierra, whereas mm-hmm. I'm like a block down the street. Okay. Uh, and in I'm the, with in the penthouse. Yeah. In like the nicest room. Did you get the special treatment? <laughs> well, yeah, I have the master bedroom, so I can't complain too much. I actually like where I live. It's a townhouse versus an apartment. So I actually nice. get a, a garage and all this stuff, whereas they don't. So very nice. Um, that's I mean, that's kind of unfortunate, but also kind of nice to be a little separate. It's it's like more like you're a pro and less like college, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Um, but what's the the transition been like for you playing from Stanford? You guys, we obviously had like a crazy fan base, but what's the difference for you most of the time? Like obviously you don't have school, but is there anything that sticks out that listeners like might not know about being a pro? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is the lifestyle change. You know, you go from having a structured academic schedule with soccer and then the professional world, it's like you practice in the morning and you have your entire afternoon off. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like finding things to fill your time. Yeah. Um, for me, it's been coaching. Um, okay. But yeah, I would say that's the biggest. You just have a lot of downtime and it's more lonely in that sense. Cause it's not mm. like you have to force yourself to go out and find a community of people. Right. And I found mine through Bible study and the church, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a big struggle when I first got here last year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, That's something that's very common. Like everybody talks about the glitz and glamour of playing pro and there Mm -hmm. is that for sure, but it's only like, it's like a quarter of the day or like half of the day. (laughs) And then the rest of the day is when you think about it, that's like a lot of time. So you have to figure out what else to do. Um, But that's awesome that you're coaching. Are you coaching a team? Are you like individual coaching? What's your setup? Yeah, I do individual coaching. Um, it's just nice being a mentor to these young girls, helping them with film to send out to these mm-hmm. college coaches, just kind yeah. of just helping them in any way that I can. Um, Cause obviously at the end of the day, I'm not just a soccer player and I want people to remember me for who I am. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, that's, that's the best way to do it too. And like giving back, like people can already tell you're a good person now. You're like, I want to help these girls and yeah. get into college and do all that. Um, which is awesome. In terms of, other things like based on the podcast stay tuned what are you staying tuned into other than soccer related things and faith that we mentioned is there anything in bell's life that you're like are you watching a show are you reading a book what's your other downtime i actually recently met up with someone in healthcare so obviously a human mm-hmm. biology major mm-hmm. so i'm trying to find just kind of putting my one foot in the door um, mm-hmm. in terms of figuring out what life looks like outside of soccer for me. Mm-hmm. So I actually met with her and she is putting me in touch with different um, parts of healthcare, the clinical mm-hmm. side. So I'll be shadowing okay. people and then yeah. I'm doing admin, the admin side as well. So I'll be shadowing people kind of just figuring out what that looks like for me if it's an interest of mine or if uh, it's something I can never see myself doing so that's something that I'm 
staying in tune with obviously want to use my degree at some point so for sure yeah that's awesome I think that's you're doing all the right things that's impressive I actually just talked to to Curran Phillips who is the gymnast that's oh, yeah, yeah. he's he's applying to med school right now so like kind of similar and he's playing for USA and all this stuff or competing I guess for gymnastics competing um but yeah that's awesome are you planning on I guess right now you plan on going into that field after you're done playing yeah I don't know how long I want to play for but yeah definitely want to be in healthcare cool do you have any uh any teammates that are interested in the same thing or is it kind of your own experience that you're going for it's kind of my own experience I'm going for. I haven't actually talked to a lot of girls about what they want to do post-soccer. Yeah, it might not, might not be the best locker room conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, why no, is no. Belle talking about not playing soccer anymore? Yeah, and- seriously. <laughs> Maybe a more college locker room uh, yeah, discussion. Yeah, seriously. But how is um how's life in San Diego? Are you, like, adjusted now? Are you a full California girl? What's the... Yeah. I feel like I'm definitely a Cali girl. I could probably get my license switched over to California, to be honest, because I feel like I've lived here, like yeah. obviously Northern Cal and now Southern Cal. But mm-hmm. yeah, Cali girl. I love it here. I love it more than Northern Cal. There's just so much more to do and you can actually go and enjoy the beach. Yeah, um, but also, but also the people are truly amazing. I've connected with so many amazing families um, who really care about me and I've met some amazing people and through church um so it's just been I'm very blessed to be here and I feel like God has me here for a reason and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna enjoy it as much as I can because like I said don't know where I'll be next year hopefully I'm here but yeah you know yeah you gotta let tomorrow worry about self today is exactly. enough to take care of you got a game you gotta gotta play well gotta score again yeah if you score you. if you score do you have a celebration plan no i need to come up with a fun one we gotta we gotta come up with something yeah um, what what do you think i mean you could put up because i know you've had you've had some goals for sure at stanford did you have anything that you did in particular or was it just celebrate with the team no i just more celebrate like hugs yeah high fives smiles laughs i don't know yeah. One girl on our team did like a, a surfboard one. She was riding Ooh, away. I like that. I like the little wave, the wave reference. Yeah, you th- you, just, you think you could pull that off? Oh yeah, for sure. But I feel like I, it has to be original. That's true. That's true. Maybe like a swim or something. She also did a swim. Who is who is this girl? How much does she score? <laughs> Jane and Shaw. She's actually <laughs> she's pretty young. Actually, she's like sixteen, I think. Wow, impressive. Jeez. Maybe older. I think she's makes, older. Makes me feel old. Um I know. <laughs> which I guess I guess we are now a little bit. But we're like the the young old. But I guess so before we wrap up, what I like to do is have you kind of share just general advice for athletes uh that you found and learned to get to this level. What's like something really important that you think people should focus on? And we'll kind of end there after that. Yeah, I have a lot. I've learned a lot through the -hmm. years, but I would say the biggest thing is focus on what you can control. Obviously, Mm -hmm. life throws you so many curveballs and whether it's on the field, whether you're not seeing minutes or you are seeing minutes, like you can only control your work ethic and attitude. You can't control the coach's decision, but you can control how you respond to those situations. 
um, and then off the field, just um, what you do with your time and who you spend it with and who you want to be. I think Mm -hmm. those are the biggest things for me is what I've learned that obviously I can't control whether I start or not, or if I play, but I can't control those things. Um, And I feel like those are the biggest, or that's the biggest thing that I've learned throughout my entire journey as a soccer player and as someone who's growing and learning. Definitely. Yeah. That that was amazing. That, that might top for the advice. Um, (laughs) It's like, that was a very like all around person, as you can tell, like well-rounded. And she did that in the answer itself. So focus on, on the field and in soccer, what you can control. Don't worry about the extra stuff. And then outside of it, you can control who you hang out with, what you spend your time doing. So mm-hmm. that's perfect. All right. That'll wrap it up. Thank you for talking to me and good to catch up a little bit with bell. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode, episode nine, but root on for bell tonight. Hope she scores and we'll see a little special celebration, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. thank, thank you again. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Had a blast. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening in along with us again in this episode. I'm really enjoying the conversations we're having, and hopefully you're learning a little bit from these amazing athletes as we sit down and talk with them. So as always, stay tuned for more episodes coming out, and thanks again for your support.